too. Was that one? That was. Boom, we're live. I was I was waiting if you were going to like fart for the boom or something. Oh, no, I can't fart right now. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to Empty Space Podcast, episode 76. Yeah, 76. That's right. Sorry, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little congested today, a little under the weather. Not, not sure if it's a cold or if it's allergies. Something in yeah. my sinuses is fucky, but we're here. We're queer and we need more beer. Beer, yes, sir. <laughs> it's. I think I gave Batch my cold, even though we haven't seen each other, because I was sick the other day. So, you gave it to me through Zoom. You piece of shit. I know. I just breathed really, really hard. Oh God. Um, but we got a great interview today, actually, with uh, the do. band with the punches. Hell yeah. Um, we're not gonna really waste any excited. time. Um, no, because we got well. them waiting for us. Uh, but a little bit about what the punches is. Uh. They were initially formed in 2008 out of Newburgh. Uh, the band released two consecutive EPs, one in 2009 and one in 2011. And in 2012, the band released their first and only full-length studio album titled Seams and Stitches, which is my favorite. Now, Ooh. after nine years of silence, just complete silence, they just shunned it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the band is ready to make a big return with their new EP that they dropped, Discontent. And we got the lads to come on and talk. Who we got, we'll find out. Yeah, we don't know. But it's going to be cool. So. They're dope. They're so dope. Hell yeah. I'm so excited to see them in a week. Fucking rights, bud. That is true. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's going to be sick. Also, did you know that Parker Cannon's playing the big room in uh, Middle East? Oh, so downstairs? Yeah. No, that's super cool. That's going to be, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. That's gonna be good, dude. Yeah. I used to go to sick. um uh clubs down there for like throwed. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know that. I do know it. I never went, but some I do know crazy it. Crazy times, some crazy times. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, let's bring on with the punches. Let's get this ball yeah, rolling. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Hello, Yo, what's up, homie? What's up, guys? Hey, much, what's man? up? How you doing? Oh, I'm all right, you know, just hanging out. Hell yeah. You sound like you're in the dark dungeon of beautiful manly voice. Jesus, Dustin, that is <laughs> magnificent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Sorry for the, the wait there, man. I got out of work a little later than I anticipated, uh, so I do apologize. Oh, all good, man. Um, so what's going on, man? How's your day been? Uh, a little stressful, but it's been okay. You know, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what'd you get up to today? What'd you do, man? Uh, so I've been like, I, I'm a, a nursing assistant at a hospital and I work overnights. So, oh my, yeah. So I worked till like 7 a.m. this morning and then uh, I got up at like 10 and started just like doing like uh, I hadn't mowed the lawn in, in two weeks. So I had to like do that and then Jesus. Yeah, so I just had, had but like a bunch of stuff around the house I had to do. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that's brutal. Wait, so did you only get three hours of sleep? Did you say? Did I hear that right? Yeah, the, I usually sleep about like three or four hours a night. You say that like it's okay, oh. dude. <laughs> just... <laughs> oh my goodness, Jesus. Well, first off, I want to thank you for uh, what you do, man. That's that's some tough shit. Oh, you help helping the people out too. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it has its days. It's it's rewarding though. It's like a it's a pretty cool job. I like what I do. Good for you, man. Uh, yeah, dude. That's bad. That's awesome. Um, well, thank you for taking the time to come on to the podcast, man. I don't know if you've ever listened to us before, but we're a very nonchalant mental health um, awareness pop punk podcast. And we like to give bands such as yours with the punches and other bands out there uh, a platform to talk about their band, get to know you guys, and then, you know, correlate that with some mental health talk, if, if so be. Um, and that's kind of who we are and what we're about. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm well familiar. Uh, so I also play in a band called Keep Flying. So, oh yeah, we yeah, had Johnny right. on. Yeah, yeah. So John was on, and so I yep. listened to a couple episodes of the show. Hell yeah! Awesome, thank yeah. you. I remember you. You were uh, you were at the show we were at at the um, that's right at the uh, Brock the VFW. And VFW. Yep. 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 You were on oh. the left left side stage or right side is probably the proper way to say it. I'm guessing, right? Correct. Yeah. Stage yes. right. Yeah. Stage right. The, the yes. stage the part that broke. Yeah, exactly. The part that, it, that <laughs> buckled when I jumped. Yes. And you also went into the crowd. I remember that. That sounds like a thing I would do. Oh, you walked do around. You didn't jump. Yeah, you like yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You started like moshing with everybody. That's yeah. yeah, dude. This is awesome. Oh, so you're gonna together. you're gonna play. We'll we'll be there on the 25th. You're gonna play both. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you're an animal. <laughs> and you're gonna get three hours of sleep, right? Yeah, probably about right. that. Maybe. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, awesome. Dustin, where are you from? Because I've seen you wearing a Bane like hoodie, which is like Massachusetts. Yeah. So, uh, uh, all right. So it's a little complicated. Uh, my, I like, uh, my family is originally from like Western Pennsylvania, like right, like Pittsburgh, but like right on the Ohio border. Um, and then when I was like, uh, early teens my family moved to upstate new york so poughkeepsie which mm-hmm. is like where with the punches is based um and now i live in Asheville, north carolina oh shit shit so okay yeah. so you just you just fuck with the hardcore music from massachusetts here specifically massachusetts hardcore bands yeah like bane verse guns up i, oh, I like yeah. like the all uh early 2000s bridge nine bands nice that's like that's my shit uh bane is like my favorite hardcore band of all time so that's so dude that's Don't, awesome bane is absolute shit man they oh my god they what did they start in like 1995 or something like that something like that yeah yeah, yeah. they're from worcester they uh bane h2o um have heart all those bands i used to like be absolutely obsessed with but i saw the music video you guys dropped not too long ago um i forget what it was and i saw the bane and i was like I gotta ask him. I have to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. I've I've spent a, a lot of time just like basing everything I do off of Bane and and you know like with the punches a lot. Like Jesse, uh, our singer, is also like a huge hardcore fan and specifically Bane. Um, it's the first show I ever got knocked unconscious at. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can you can you tell what you remember of that at all to us? uh yeah sure uh bean is playing so uh, so jesse and i lived in in austin at the time and uh we had drove to san antonio to see bane modern life is war this is hell somebody else might have played too i don't i don't remember but those were like the three we were going to see and uh and bane's playing 
I, uh, I couldn't tell you what song they were playing now, <laughs> but uh, I remember seeing a guy like come off the stage and thinking like, oh man, his knee is getting close fast. <laughs> and, uh, and he hit me upside the head and I guess I went down. I, so I, the next thing I remember is Jesse like grabbing me by my, like holding me by my shirt. Like Wallace, get up. You're going to die. Oh my, like, god. oh my God. And like, I got up and finished watching the set. Then I like went outside. And I think I threw up. I think I got sick, <laughs> but it was great. Great show. That's awesome. That's, that's way. Great. That's one way to fall in love with the band even more. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I mean, <laughs> like, have you really seen Bane if you haven't been knocked out at a Bane show? Come on. This is true. This is yeah. true. So that were you true. were you part of like the straight edge scene too, or was it more just like the hardcore stuff that you were into, like in general, the music? Uh I mean I, I'm straight edge, but uh oh, yeah. I I didn't really like uh I, I never like had that scene around. Like there were people who were straight edge, but it was never like there was never like any division in like mm. the group in like the people i hung out with jesse the singer of with the punch is my best friend uh not straight edge um but like you know in kf uh pete and and john are both straight edge so yep with half the band that's pretty that's pretty cool man i I mean not that like it has to be that way but it is cool to like uh to hear about that like we were talking to uh johnny about all that stuff and it's it it's it's interesting man it's it's cool acceptance yeah you know and like it's just it's nice i never really had any issues where i felt like um like the people around didn't respect it you know what i mean like i never i it's not a thing i like ever had to be concerned about so that's awesome yeah and i know we talked with johnny a lot about um like now there's like a gray area for like what actually is considered straight edge because there's so much with like mental health and stuff with you know cbd and and marijuana and um mushrooms and stuff sure that's like you know are you considered straight edge still if you do any of that stuff it's like to me i think you still would be you know i think uh, i i think that uh everyone kind of defines it for themselves Mm -hmm. uh i you know and you know, it's straight edge, like the, the lyrics, you know, the lyrics to the song were like, don't drink, don't smoke, don't fuck. Yep. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know a lot of, of people who are straight edge that are like, you know, celibate. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that, you know, like where you put that line is where you put that line. Yeah. As long as you're not a prick about it. Like, who no, cares? You know, like, whatever's yeah. good for you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. and that's like basically what we meet we talked about before and i've talked about it my whole life because i was straight edge forever and i still consider myself straight edge but it was just like it's just one of those it's just like pop punk like or punk or hardcore it's like yo whatever you want to define it as that's it's that's a mindset you, it is it's like whatever it is to you that's cool man as long as you're not harming nobody it is what it is man like all i know is i'm having a good time and i'm trying to live my life day by day yeah you know if uh, listen if you want to throw on a swatch x-rated and then and <laughs> fucking go to a show i don't care like I, I, you know as long as you're not a prick about it like i don't give a shit that's it, right you that's know? it well switching to with the punches so we can kind of 
get on task here with the actual band part. Um, I want to know, uh, you guys took a big hiatus um, and now you're coming back. What, um, what's it feel like to be like back in the sense and how, how is it different? How has it been since releasing the EP discontent? Um, what's, what's it like in 2022 now, as opposed to, you know, back in 2012. Sure. Uh, hang on my, I have a kitten and she desperately wants to get out of my office. So I'm going to let her oh out. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. That kitten right now. <laughs> I'll be the cat's friend. They'll call me what's Puss in Boots. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I hope its name is Puss in Boots. No, it's Jerry. That's my guess. Jerry, okay. What's your guess? Stu. Stu? Mm. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I, I don't know what I just walked into. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What, we gotta know. What's your cat's name? Uh Setzer. Oh, you were close. I was. Yeah. You were close. Yeah. We took bets on oh, okay. what you're casting. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said it was. Um, I don't remember either. Uh, whatever. Jesus. Anyways, rewind. So. <laughs> All right. So so with the punches in 2022. Um, all right. It's, it's a lot of it's I, I, the, I'm the most stressed I've ever been in my life right now. So oh, Dustin. No, it's fine. It's good. <laughs> I, like. I live for it. You know? all, right, all right, all right, all right. It's um, so when it so let's start in 2013, right? So when when that was like decided, I wasn't really on board with uh, going on hiatus. It's just not. I like, mm-hmm. and I was I, so I spent like that time being like, yo, guys, we don't have to, we don't have to stop. Like, we can just figure something. We can like adjust how we do things. So that we can keep doing this, mm-hmm. uh, and some of the guys just needed a break, which is fair because I am uh, challenging to to work with. I like my band loves me in there, and they're very good to me. Uh, but I also I'm like I get I'm excitable, and when I get excited about stuff, I I kind of have tunnel vision. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, but we so you know the, the like that was announced and then we we planned the last shows and the week of the last shows i was like sending demos to everyone and we've just continued to do that for the last 10 years just send demos back and forth um because you know especially now like for a long time i was living in pennsylvania now i'm in north carolina Um, our bass player mike was in virginia for a while he's now back in new jersey uh but you know, so we've just, we haven't had really had a whole lot of time to be together in a room. Um, but we've, we've like found sort of a rhythm in, in, in writing and sending stuff back and forth. And, and uh, we have a system where we all can work in the same files. So if I demo, if I write something at home and demo it out, Shane can go in and program drums that are more like what he would play as opposed to like me just like plugging stuff in. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we've done a couple shows over the years, you know, did, uh, did a show with Keep Flying. They did like a, a festival at their old, at Henry and Henry's old house. Um, and that was cool. And then we did like a holiday show at the Chance with our friends in City Lights, and that was great. And, and such gold played. That's like, dope. Yeah, it was. It That's was so dope. <laughs> such a rad show. Um, 
and then in 2019 we were like getting antsy again and so we were like oh well let's we'll do like a weekend or we'll do three days with keep flying because those are the homies mm-hmm. uh and we played those shows and after we finished those shows everyone was like pretty pretty fired up and we we're like yo let's let's make a record let's do it and so that was that was like i think august maybe maybe it was june i don't know uh, <laughs> it was summer summer 2019 and so we're like cool like let's let's find some time where we can book it like we're not going to do it right away we you know we we took some time to to get the shows you know get off for the shows for the work and stuff um let's do it in march like let's let's just book some time for march 2020 that sounds perfect wrong oh <laughs> uh so that happened um yeah so but we we booked that time and you know you're starting to hear about uh covid and stuff i wasn't really paying a lot of attention to it i like at the time i was i was a teacher at a a private high school so my kids like uh it's like a boarding school so my kids didn't go anywhere we didn't really have anything going on at the school Mm. about it i was just kind of going about my day yeah Uh, and then i was driving to the studio so i'm driving from Asheville to to new york and my wife calls me and is like hey man you might not be able to get home and i was like oh what boy do you, what do you mean she's like oh the, like the world is shutting down, the gonna <laughs> shut down. yeah and i was like awesome uh <laughs> so i called uh brendan williams who is our friend who we recorded with it's his studio uh and he was like yeah everyone like all my clients for the next two months just bailed oh shit and i was like well uh, I'm already driving, so I'm gonna. I'm coming. Uh, and I called Jesse and Shane, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're already in New Jersey at Shane's. Like, you're on your way here. Let's see what we can do." And so we went in, and and we were supposed to like spend a week doing pre-production, just like going over the songs in person, and like seeing if anything didn't work, whatever. Uh, and instead, we just went straight into the studio and started tracking the songs. Oh yeah. Oof. Uh, so yeah. So then, you know, that took, I was up there for, I think two weeks. And then when I got back, um, there was still like a bunch of stuff that had to happen. Mike, our bass player has kids. And so he couldn't come. He has like young kids. I think he had like just had a kid at that point. He just uh-huh. had, he's now just had another one, his third. Dang. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Catholic. Um, <laughs> well, he's not straight uh, edge to some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, but so yeah, he uh, they had they had kind of had to wait until things died down a little bit more, more comfortable, uh, and then he got his stuff in, and then we we had the songs, and it was just a matter of like getting them mixed and mastered. That took a while, and then we sent them off to the um, to the pressing plant like a year ago and uh and we're just waiting for them now so um it's it's awesome to be here now and like have the songs out and have people able to hear them um and it's been and and it has been and still it kind of is just an incredibly stressful thing (laughs) (laughs) i believe it damn 
because you guys are having all sorts of issues with the the vinyls, right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we've never we you know we've never like done vinyl ourselves. We had record labels that did it for us in the past, right? And that's awesome. Uh, and this time we were like, you know, we can just you know, especially now with like all the vinyl plants are are backed up, we can just do this ourselves. And uh, to to his credit, our bass player Mike has has entirely handled the vinyl production communication, uh, and that's been awesome. I absolutely could not have done it. Uh, he is he is a significantly more patient person than I am, and like I think the first time that they were like, "Oh yeah, like there's been a delay," I I was like. Oof no fuck it like we'll just pull it we'll we'll get it pressed someplace else and mike's yeah. like no we've we've already like put a deposit down <laughs> money and i was like i don't care like <laughs> you have a job you have one job do your job <laughs> and it's that's the that's the person i am it's like you have a job i have a job my job is done why isn't your job done i don't understand like we, we made <laughs> we have this contract of i'm gonna do my job you're gonna do your job you haven't done that how are we gonna but through the through the grace of my of my band and my friends i have learned that you can't just fight everyone all of the time <laughs> uh, <laughs> i like how you preemptive that yeah yeah i have i have very patient people in my life and uh and they have helped me to see that like they're there is a time when like maybe fighting is the right move, but it's not usually or always the right move. So I have tried to move away from that. That's good. That's yeah, growth. Yeah. Yeah. That growth, man. That's, <laughs> that, that's like, it's like me and Steve's dynamic. Cause there'll be things that happen like with the podcast. And I'm like, man, you know what? Motherfucking piece <laughs> of shit. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. <laughs> just calm down (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) and like i'm i really only get like wild when it's stuff that i can't like a problem i can't solve yeah right if something if something happens and we just need to find a solution oh man i'm the guy like (laughs) i am an i am an engineer in every way i will i will figure it out uh if you know, if there's a roadblock, I will take a jackhammer to it. I'm good. <laughs> it's when it's like it's a pressing plant in the Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah, and I am uh, unable. Like, like I you don't sim- have control of that, Dustin. Yeah, I, <laughs> I simply cannot fly to a sovereign nation and start a war <laughs> by myself. Uh, Unless you're James Bond, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just I like idiot from newburgh new york i'm just gonna go and like <laughs> start punching things until i get through the door like hey, that's not a that good works thing. out <laughs> yeah it doesn't uh it doesn't work out great for me so but yeah uh but we're allegedly the vinyl is, is shipping from the plant this week so that feels Dope. good um, awesome yeah and we'll be able to get that out to everybody who pre-ordered it which was you know it was incredible like we didn't really know what to expect with the the response for the ep um we are you know we were never like a big band anyways um you know we 
we played shows with our friends and we had a good time. We got to tour a lot and go, go all over the world. Um, but we were never, you know, we never played Warp Tour, let alone headlined it. You know what I mean? So it's, yes. it's right, right. you know, who knows if anybody cares 10 years later. Um, and then, you know, we, we put out the first single and just watching the response to that was like, oh, oh, people, people remember. Cool. Hell yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we got to, you know, announce the pre-order for the vinyl and the merch and stuff and, and people cared and, and that's mm. been awesome. That feels great. That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. That's how I heard about you guys was from all the hype when you dropped that single and everyone's like, what the punches is back. I was like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> that's, that's always like my favorite, like with the punches is back. Who? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the? Yeah. And then batch sent it to me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. We got something here. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just, we're just a pop punk band. We just play too fast and, Oh, it's I, awesome. I love it, dude. I, I, I got into the um seams and stitches a lot. Um and then Ooh. my favorite song on that was Harvard on the Hudson. Uh, um nice. that's I just liked how hard it was kind of more like hardcore-ish in a sense, you know. Yeah, um, it was kind of rougher, I'd probably say. Um, but it just had this feel to it that grinded for me. And it was just like once I heard that, I was like, All right, I'm in, I'm totally in. And then you guys dropped discontent, and it was just it was good from yeah. there, bro. Yeah, you guys, congratulations on all that stuff because that's it's it's not easy. I mean, I'm not an artist, but I feel like it's not easy to go on a hiatus for that long and then come back with such a big bang like that, you know? It's again, like you know, we didn't really expect any any kind of a bang. We we're just like, uh, you know, we've got these songs and we we still like each other. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> like, let's like maybe maybe somebody will care, you know. Yeah. Um you know, in worst case scenario, we'll just keep playing shows with Keep Flying and then people will come for Keep Flying and like, we yeah. can, you know, we'll just kind of glom onto them. Uh, but yeah, people, people gave a shit and that's cool. Um, appreciate that you, you got into Seams and Stitches. That record is really like, like, you know, the awesome we have record. our first two EPs uh, I love, but I think that was all sort of growing to get to seams and stitches. And then, yes. and then when we got to seams and stitches, we're like, Oh, this is who we are as a band. And, and you can tell that, um, yeah, not to interrupt you, but you can tell that. So I listened to the whole discography of you guys and going through is exactly that. As you listened, it reminded me of like, um, early, a loss for words growing into, you know, like Webster Lake stuff and then growing up and then, early story so far like you can just see the progression and then all of a sudden you find you know seams and stitches and it's like okay this is their sound this is it and you can a hundred percent see that yeah Thank like you. like blink when blink was going through that mm -hmm. it was like once dude ranch hit it was like okay there's the sound yeah you know yeah we so. uh that record was uh the first one that like I think because it was the full length and we were on a label um, like that was our first, our first experience putting anything out through a label. Uh, we really were just like, yo, let's just put everything. Let's put all the cards on the table and let's just do whatever we want and people will care or they won't care, but <laughs> we will have something that like we love that we're proud of. And, and that's so, like, that's incredible. That's all it is. That's what it's all about. Yeah. 
And speaking of label, that's a hell of a label to be on. <laughs> Doghouse? Uh, oh, Mutant League. Mutant, no. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I was. Seems oh, yeah. Stitches came out on Doghouse oh, and now we're on okay. Mutant League. Uh, yeah. That is awesome. We, uh, yeah. Some, and it, some good bands in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the whole thing. Like, um, you know, before the record, you know, for, for the entire. 10 years that we were on hiatus uh i've just been twitter fingers the whole time like like, <laughs> like, like maybe we're coming back if you're like oh my god they're coming back and i'm like but maybe we're not they're like, <laughs> you know nine years later yeah so <laughs> when we started getting like the mixes and stuff back of the record and i was like oh i'm i'm in my enthusiasm i'm getting more and more uh obvious with with what i'm saying on the internet and Nate from Mutant League reached out and was just like, hey, man, is there really a With the Punches record coming? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is, man. And he's like, would you would you be interested in working with Mutant League? And uh, I didn't really know Mutant League outside of uh, my friend Kenny, who plays in Rest Easy. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So Kenny, Kenny's old band, Daggermouth, um, I loved and, you know, when they would tour through like upstate New York, I would always, you know, see them and they crash with me sometimes. Um, and I just, I thought they were awesome. And then when Kenny started talking about rest easy, I was like, Oh my God, this band is incredible. Like this is great. So, uh, so when Nate made that, like reached out, I was like, well, you know, like we've worked with labels in the past and it's fine, but, I don't know necessarily uh, if that's like the move. And, uh, and so I, he was like, well, what would your like perfect deal look like? What would the situation be? And I kind of, I was like, well, you know, it'd be kind of this, I kind of want to handle, I want to do the physical stuff myself. That's the stuff I like. Mm. It's like, um, Mm. I want to be in control because, you know, we, with seams and stitches, you know doghouse was great to us but you you pay for the the pressing like they pay for and then they have to recoup that money yeah right and then when you want to sell some of those records or cds at shows you buy them from the label yep so you've paid them for them twice which is genius math if you can make someone believe (laughs) if you can make someone do that like oh you're gonna pay me twice for something awesome uh but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but for me, I just didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of it. So, uh, so I was like, yeah, you know, like I would want to keep all the physical rights and just have somebody do the digital stuff and mm. like, you know, do marketing. Cause I'm, as much as I love fucking around on social media, and like making dumb stuff, which I do, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I would like someone to be a little bit more professional than I am, you know, and like not cussing Ooh. out somebody if they give us like a review, I don't like yeah, True. you know, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I'm speaking from experience, it's fine. Uh, but but yeah, and he was like, Well, give me a day, let me like let me think about it. And he came back the next day and was like, Okay, so like here's what I can offer. And I was like, This is like a, are you sure like is this this is like the it's just seemed too good to be true so i called yeah. kenny i was like yo man i gotta ask you like is this dude legit or is like he like crazy is he gonna yeah. like, ask me to like take my shoes off and walk on his back like is he gonna do like <laughs> yep. weird shit um 
and he was like he's he's like nate's awesome i'll i'll put out records i'll put any, any record that he wants to put out of mine i'll do with him he's great oh that's a like, good word I was that's like, awesome yeah I, I i had already kind of talked to the guys in the band and i called him <laughs> after that call and i was like kenny says he's legit i guess we're good and everybody gave the thumbs up and i called nate that night it's like yeah man we're in shit oh, that's sick. a solid deal i'd say yeah yeah jesus christ yeah and he's i mean he's just he's great uh, again I'm, I'm difficult so like when the record came out and i was like trying to figure out what the pr stuff that we were you know that's like part of our deal um like what's happening with it i i just kind of approach things abrasively i don't mean to mm. uh but i don't whatever that um that thing is in your brain that's like oh when you call somebody you should say like hi and ask how they're doing ask oh they, you know <laughs> their family is and like you should do you should like these are like pleasantries so that w- that's how you talk to people you treat them like a human being mm-hmm. i don't really have that so when i call somebody to ask a question they answer the phone and i go hey it's dustin uh what's up with this thing <laughs> you just direct <laughs> yeah straight to the point yeah and and again yet another person in my life who has handled me with grace and patience thank you nate uh he's like okay we can talk about this sure here's here's like what it is here's the plan going forward and i'm like oh okay cool bye and like <laughs> <laughs> and uh and he is he, again like just very very nice to me and has been very cool about all the many things i have called and asked and bothered him about at like you know 10 p.m on a sunday it's you know because i i keep late hours so when i'm thinking about stuff is the time when people are sleeping mm. uh but i sleep for like three hours a day so uh, again I don't have that thing and I just kind of call. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sending you 15 texts in a row as like I'm thinking about it. And then like one at the end, it's like, oh, it's 3 a.m. Sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. At least you're honest about it. And that's just who yeah, you are, it's man. All good. And you got good friends to accept that, you know, and to help yeah. you grow from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. In a good I, way. Yeah, I try to I think I have dialed it back a little bit the Mm. stressier i get the worse it gets yeah so uh right now as i'm kind of stressy like these are the things that like seem very like normal for me yeah and like my logical brain is like hey man you're okay you 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 don't need to like operate in in like fight or flight mode all the time Mm. it's good self-awareness man that's awesome Uh, yeah I've, I've had a, a lifetime of like incredible experiences to help me get to that point. <laughs> hey man, that's what it takes. You can't learn it in one day, you know? Sure. Um, but how did you guys become a band? All right. Uh, okay. So Jesse and I went to high school together. Okay. H- hated each other. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little fisticuffs not... maybe? No, no, no. Cause I'd have killed him. I'm, Oh. Like three times <laughs> hey you heard it here uh we might have a boxing match going on jake paul get out of the way <laughs> oh no i wouldn't fight see well just a sidebar uh now as adults jesse 
so I didn't know this when we were young, but now I, I do because he's hit me. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's hands are made entirely out of lead. Oh. Uh, oh. So like I am significantly bigger than him. And if, if I get, if he swings and misses, he's dead. But if he, he, he lands one, I'm unconscious. No question. He's, <laughs> he, oh my and goodness. He's, and he's a tough kid. He's, got long arms you know what i mean i have short little t-rex arms and like so <laughs> it would be an interesting match well i don't think we'll ever get to that point but, unless you two go to a main concert no it, when we go to shows man we are very much like the tag team that's sick yeah um but yeah so we went to school together and you know we're aware of each other because we both loved music and and um truthfully at that time i was like playing blues mostly i like i, oh. I started touring in blues oh, okay. bands when i was like 16 uh jesse was a jazz drummer and like comes from like a pretty uh prodigious jazz family like his dad was an incredible jazz trumpet player his uncle was like a you know multi uh, uh platinum selling jesus uh, jazz saxophone player yeah yeah oh, shit his, his fucking is, blood yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, so that happens. And a couple years after high school, we start talking um, and find out that we're into just a lot of the same music. Uh, it's like you know, love pop punk, love newfound glory, love the movie life and stuff. Um, we end up playing in a band together and moving from where we live in New York to Austin, Texas, for a few years. Mm uh play for a while jesse's a drummer that band ends and jesse's like yo i think i think i want to sing in a band i was like that seems very ambitious of you because i've never heard you sing (laughs) Um, and so but he he does he he gets starts playing this band called tomorrow's too late he's the singer and he just kills it and i not playing in a band at that time i'm just sort of tagging along uh, and I do that for a while and then I end up moving back to New York because I'm just kind of like over being in Texas uh, and I start playing in a punk band and about a year later Jesse's band breaks up he comes back to New York and so now we're at like 2007 and when he comes back I was like listen man like now's the time let's let's start a pop punk band Jesse's like yeah I'm in so uh, we started writing some songs and then there was an ad on i think probably like the myspace music ads throwback yeah Yeah. and i don't remember if shane posted the ad or we posted the ad who or the other person responded but uh but we ended up getting hooked up with shane through that and he came and uh tried out and we i think we we played like probably played like a movie life cover or something um, and just sort of jammed around for a little while and and it was pretty clear right away jesse being a drummer he can he can spot a great drummer a mile away it's a good thing yeah yeah so because i don't know because i'm just like oh, <laughs> it's, it's stephanie plays fast right i'd be like that guy's great <laughs> yeah yeah i can't do it um so jesse was like yo this, this guy's awesome like this kid's great and he was wearing a Reliant K t-shirt. And I was like, and he had kind of like, <laughs> he like kind of had youth pastor hair at that time. Oh shit. Okay. And I was like, oh, oh man, I don't know. 
<laughs> he's like wearing a reliant k shirt like they're like a christian pop he's got like his pastor hair I, I don't know and then uh but jesse was like pretty in in on shane and uh he seemed like a nice enough kid so we started hanging out and uh just getting together when we could and uh eventually he brought in his best friend joe who was our original other guitar player and uh and then we kind of went through some bass players and stuff and but that was the band like it was it was you know me and my best friend and shane and his best friend that's so sick um, yeah so and then we all got very close uh so there's a song on seems as it's called kags mm-hmm. and kags is joe cagnini the guitar player so oh that like makes our, sense our tribute to our guy that's cool uh, but yeah um but yeah and so when like kags left in 2011 and we found Vinny through i think uh we like had a friend in common and he joined and then uh when we needed a bass player we knew mike uh because he had played guitar in a band called jerk city from uh new brunswick new jersey that we loved we had played some shows with them they were just like kid dynamite fast that's dope yeah uh and we're like yeah man like if if you're down and he was he was pretty down so that was that's been the lineup since that's fire there's nothing more pop punk than uh having a band go somewhere with your best friends yeah it's it's nice it's like everyone's dream as a kid (laughs) yeah and well and like you know especially you know going to jesse and i going to the high school together and then like you know oh we're on tour in japan two years ago. like like it's <laughs> oh, crazy what a crazy thing you know yeah that's like uh, that's like one of the good things i like about social media is like seeing like all the stories and stuff that like johnny posts from like keep flying when you guys are like on tour and it's like you guys in the van like just chilling and like doing goofy shit it's like that's what it's all about just like you and your boys just like growing out yeah it's like especially with with keep flying it's it's such a different dynamic uh because i'm i'm like the new guy i'm the new guy Mm. uh and so i don't really have any responsibility outside of like getting on stage and not fucking up the parts so i don't really stress out about too much and i just get to really enjoy like being in the van and i think that's cool that's like helped me get some perspective on like how stressful i am for other people in with the punches yeah (laughs) because like oh maybe i don't need to like yell about these things that are like stressful for me and like my control issues at the at the other guys who are also you know just trying to get through the thing but uh but also don't have any more control over it than i do Um, so it's been yeah like touring and keep flying for the last year has been awesome i feel like i've i've gained a lot of perspective on things i i have done in the past as a band member and like how i can be a better bandmate and better friend that's That's awesome yeah that's really cool yeah it's 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 a it's a lot of fun and i and like i have a tattoo of john on my arm like (laughs) like, i love john Um, oh it's fucking great 
and like I, I just love all the guys it's funny because you know I knew I knew Henry from his old band survey says mm-hmm. uh, he would come to a lot of with the punches shows I've known John forever um, I knew Peter the dr- our drummer because he would get kicked out of with the punches shows from moshing too hard there it oh, is that's awesome uh, but I didn't really know uh, Chuck our bass player or Rick our, our trombone player very well at all when I got in the van like we'd met you know we'd hung out a couple times here and there but like uh never had like an in-depth conversation yeah and like i love those two guys so much <laughs> it like rocks like rick and rick and i are like bench buddies in the van that's so, like, <laughs> uh and rick is like kind of the coolest head of the of the bunch so he's just he's one of the one of the coolest people i've i've met in music and and just a person i didn't really not for any reason i didn't expect to like become a person whose like friendship i value so greatly but i really do that's beautiful oh, that's great yeah. yeah i remember when we saw you guys at that vfw show and like i think you guys opened with uh fire sale and we were like me and steve both were like what the fuck is going on here like it was just <laughs> There's like 15 years on the stage just going <laughs> ballistic. And we're like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, yes. the energy is unfucking real. It's just the craziest shit I've I've ever seen in a long time, man. And like genuine too, not like an act. Like, all right, we gotta do this tonight. It's like, no, this is just who we are, and this is just what you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it very much feels like uh like Batman, you know, like where you're like he's he's not really he's he's batman he, and bruce wayne is the mask he puts on and like on stage is like who we actually are mm, yeah <laughs> and then and then we have to go back and be like rational human beings for the other 23 and a half hours yeah right <laughs> that's true that's great so with uh with the punches um cliche question but how'd you guys get the name uh there's a, a straight edge band from seattle called carry on Okay. And uh, we, so we knew we were like, oh, you know, like we want the band to have like a three word name because we were just like thinking about like oh, on a t shirt. Uh, and so I was like going, I'm just flipping through CDs and like looking at song titles, trying to pull something. And, uh, and Carry On has a song called Roll with the Punches. Mm. So that was, and I was like, well, with the punches is kind of cool. And I, I really think it was, if I, I remember correctly it was really just a placeholder it wasn't really meant to be like the the name uh but no there like we we tried a bunch of other stuff and it just never felt right so we just stuck with it and at this point it's too late to change so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's dope well, that's kind of how we came up with uh empty space podcast was through the story so far the song empty space nice we were like oh shit this kind of correlates to like our brains sometimes it's just empty and it's just a space <laughs> filled with air and that's how we feel or it's really full and we were like hmm we love it let's go and we kind of just sent it and it's just stuck so I, yeah i feel like a lot of bands just that's just how it is there's just it could be as simple as that or as hardcore as like everyone wrote down their favorite letter and then they jumble the word together i don't know <laughs> some crazy scramble shit I, I imagine that that's how that band uh, sang the Sugabog. Sugar There's a, like a like a math metal band. Oh my I god! Don't, I don't know if they're 
and it's the craziest looking name i don't know how to pronounce it uh, <laughs> but every time i see it i'm like i don't know how you came up with it but i respect <laughs> it well done. that's great it's so good Got anything else, Stephen? No, you can go ahead. I, I kind of asked a couple things. Um, so I know we kind of talked. So you, for you personally, Bane would probably be one of your biggest inspirations, correct? Yeah, for sure. Um, as a band, like, who would you say you guys like take the most inspiration from? Uh, probably Lifetime. Um. Like Lifetime, Kid Dynamite, the movie Life, those would be like the Newfound Glory. Those would be like the big four, I guess, um, when we started at least. And, you know, as, as we've like grown and stuff, I think we try and like add a lot of influences of other stuff we love and also just like the people that sort of come have come into our lives so like, um, you know, really early, I think, I think we had just started with the punches. Like we were just maybe hadn't even played a show yet. Um, we ended up meeting the guys in transit. Oh, dope. And, and so oh, yeah. we, we got to be really close with those guys. And like uh, when stay home came out, like Oof. we, they put us on the, on the thank yous of that CD oh wow oh, that's awesome like, and i remember seeing that just being like this is that's this is it this is the first time like we our band has been like mentioned on a cd i like read the thank yous in every record i've ever owned so, that's so it cool. was cool to see that um and those were our boys for a long time uh, yeah so like you know there's stuff like that and also like fireworks was you know a band that we we all love so much and another band that you know very much like their sound changed from first record to the last one, but it always sounded like them. Um, and so I think maybe not so much in the sound, but in at least the the attitude and the the growth, we looked at bands like that and we're like, you know, there's, we can just do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so like what we did, Seams and Stitches, and uh, I told you already, is a it's three four so it's like a waltz mm. um and i remember like somebody like talking shit about that when that song first came out and i was like man fuck you that song rocks like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah it's like it's a it's a waltz but then like the there's also like a crazy guitar solo in it we just listen man we're here to get weird like yeah you don't have to fuck with it that's okay um but yeah i would i like I think there's that also like i said you know i come from blues jesse comes from a jazz background shane was like metal vin also metal mike listens to kind of everything big ska guy mm. uh, loves ska loves hardcore um loves jazz loves rock and roll like he's he's we all have a lot of of different stuff that we're into so i think we we try and find ways to incorporate it without like poisoning the well of like what it is we do and, and keeping that still you know like we're still going to play too fast but you know we're going to try and make it melodic where we can right it's well said yeah yeah i like that you said that because you're very diverse all of you are very diverse like you said just listening to what 
you mentioned everybody's like background in music is that's uh very well put together to not make it kind of you know a one specific thing in that sense yeah and and you know we we try and approach things in writing as like let's if something feels like it doesn't work like let's just figure out how to make it work rather than then just be like oh that doesn't that doesn't sound right away like like the thing yeah um, right and i think largely that's that's worked out for us pretty well that's awesome i'd say so yeah um i gotta ask um on the tour you guys bringing any of that dope ass merchandise that you're pre-ordering or is that only gonna is it gonna be different stuff uh we're gonna have some different stuff um for the tour okay for the shows okay i don't want to call it a tour it's three days or four but yeah. uh sure. but yeah we're gonna have a couple different uh shirts for the for the shows and um and i think hopefully some hats we'll see Ooh, let's go okay um, but yeah that's we dope. To keep like the the stuff that was from the pre-order and like have that be like a separate thing and right uh, that's sick yeah I don't well, want to just have that stuff like in in print forever. So true. I think, and also like I don't want to show up to you know our first show since 2019 and <laughs> our first our first record release since 2012 and be like we've got 30 t-shirts. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that. Good but, luck, everyone. <laughs> with that being said, anybody who's listening, with the punches merch is absolutely fire, dude. Those it fucking is. that crew neck and the fucking snapback. The dad hat, dude. The Oof. it looks like the violent gentleman, like hockey club, but like with you guys' twist on it, nice. it's so fucking sick. I have to get the crew neck and the snapback without a question. Like, I'm gonna have to pre-order that shit. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like blown away because like I just love it so much. The, and you guys' symbol is so it's oh, so great. like it's so two thousands, like dope ass symbol. Cause you in, in uh, you put the letters of the been in that and it's just really cool man <laughs> thank you yeah um we we have uh the the guy who does all of keep flying's merch uh chris pappas um has also like been our merch guy for for years um so he designs like 90 percent of it uh, that guy's so a like, genius he's uh, yeah he's I got mean, good taste oh he's oh he's scary oh God. that uh that bobby hill um t-shirt for the texas shows for keep flying was like i was like i might fly to texas and buy one myself uh, dude chris pappas is like <laughs> the most prolific artist that nobody knows and i'm so glad that he loves the both the bands that i play in uh but <laughs> it's it's so much scarier than i can even tell you because i send him the dumbest ideas <laughs> i am i am a, a a a well of terrible merch ideas or terrible designs and i'll just send chris stuff and he'll be like oh yeah i'll get it to you tomorrow that's sick uh, oh my when god we did, when we did the the shows in 2019 with flying <laughs> uh he like i texted him was like hey man you know do you think you can do like you know like a poster for it and he's like oh yeah what do you want and i was like ah, i don't know you know just see what you come up with and he's like cool and then i think like that night i i was bored and decided to watch the matrix movies 
Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So I Here we go. That, yeah. So I like, I sent him uh, just a text at like 2 a.m. and was like, hey, man, can you do a Matrix themes poster, but like with all of us, like all of both bands in it? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, he's never going to do this, right? Like, <laughs> I think I woke up the next morning and it was like on my phone and he had like drawn all of us into characters. He's got like the green text behind it. And I was like, you're an actual insane person. There's, there's uh, my favorite thing he's ever done at my request is like lives on my phone. I can't talk about it yet. It's a KF thing. And it was a thing where I just, I was just like, oh, this would be awesome. And I sent it to, I sent him the idea and 24 hours later, I got like the first part of it, and I was like, "This is amazing." Let's fucking like, go! Yeah, he's I, he's he's great. Um, we also with uh with the with the punches stuff, like he does so much of that stuff. So he did the long sleeve. I think he made the like the monogram logo. I think he designed that. No shit. Um, and we've we've been using that for a really long time. Um, he did. Uh, yeah he does a bunch of stuff he does the shirts that we have coming out for the for the release shows it's awesome cover of discontent he did um we repressed seams and stitches uh in 2018 for that holiday show Mm -hmm. and he and the cover he did for it's insane it's like the there's one that just says like seams and stitches and it's like um that the original cover and then his is like has like a a grim reaper and a devil on it and it's this whole thing that's fucking sick it's oh it's unreal <laughs> um he like put my cat in there like my cat blackberry he put my cat what? in there oh, damn bro he went hard yeah yeah he'll just do stuff i like you know he'll draw stuff for me and he'll put like my tattoos oh he did we did a bane rip um because i love bane so much so for that that weekend show we did like a weekend warriors shirt that was okay. uh bane had a shirt where it was like just like their their lower halves drawn and it like it said like globe trotten and we did <laughs> we did one that said weekend warriors and Dope. he drew like all of our tattoos mike is like wearing birkenstocks because like <laughs> make fun of him all the time for wearing birkenstocks uh and it's it's like unreal it's my favorite shirt we've ever had that's fucking so sick uh, yeah and then with this with this batch of merch we also uh there's a guy named keith glidewell who did like the possum shirt um, oh cool and he also did the the greetings from new york shirt which is that stuff is is from the um the single cover for almost everything that's he awesome the, he did the single artwork really because i just i feel bad calling chris all of the time and and keith's style is awesome mm. uh so when i wanted something like a little more cartoony and goofy i called keith and was like yo man you know like with the punches like we're we've been not really around since 2013 but like we're kind of still around we've like play shows we like kind of playing possum yeah and he's like yeah and i was like yo can you do a shirt with like <laughs> a dead possum head on the front and then the same possum like chilling in a lounge chair on the back reading a magazine and he was fire bro say less that's fire that's so sick (laughs) that's so cool i love that shirt yeah yeah that's i really love that shirt a lot 
That's so cool, man. I'm also looking at the uh, seams and stitches one with the cat in the left corner, the skull, the reaper and all that. Yeah. That thing is uh, such that's a cool really, design. Um, they're really intricate, man. There's a lot of uh, little hidden gems in there. It's cool. Oh, yeah. And he's, he'll do stuff like that. He'll hide things. He, he does that a lot in Kea, where like he'll send John a design and then two hours later be like, oh, I, I changed a couple things. And he'll like bury little things in there, like little Easter eggs. It's awesome. That's beautiful, man. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anything else, Steve? Are you... That's everything on my list, man, All except right. for my last question I always ask. But yeah, that's it. All right. Go ahead. Ask your last question. All right, Dustin, you ready? It hit me. All right. So we are Pop Punk Podcast, but we also are a mental health podcast. Can I ask each and every one of our guests to please, if they would like to, if not, it is totally fine. If they could share a few things that they do to cope with some um, mental health stuff that they go through. So whether it's depression, anxiety, whatever you go through. What are some things you can give some people advice on as far as how they can deal with, um, you know, things they're going through, whether it's, you know, yoga or reading, something that Dustin goes through that can, you know, bring others to light, maybe something they've never tried or done before. Happily. Uh, first, I would say, like, find a good therapist. That mm. is that is incredibly valuable. Um, for me, I find the thing that, like, makes me feel the best and and helps me get rid of my stresses when I do things that like feel like I'm I'm making a positive change in the world so if I'm feeling uh shitty and I can muster the the energy to like reach out to anyone any any friend um that usually helps but also like I'll just go on and and I know that like social media is is awful right it's killing us all but if I go on social media and I see that like somebody else is having a hard time, it then I'll talk, I'll like, I'll send that person a DM. I'll, uh, I, you know, anything just to talk. And then if I can, if I can talk to them a little bit and just kind of like show them that somebody gives a shit, somebody cares, then I feel a little better about what I'm going through because that's like the thing for me is it, we're all we're all struggling you know everyone has depression whether it's diagnosed or not uh you have it it, it's always lurking your brain is just constantly trying to kill you um Mm. so if you can if you can just get past that like and and i think maybe that comes from the same thing that's like the i don't i don't have the thing for like pleasantries but i but I show up when like things are bad. Mm. Oh, there's like a crisis. Oh, okay. Now I'm in tag me. in. I'm like the crisis guy. That's my thing. Um, I'm going to say this now because I, because it doesn't matter. Cause the record is out. My band probably won't listen or, or care uh, <laughs> when I say this, but I've been sending people the record discontent for months oh shit (laughs) yeah Uh, like six months ago somebody on twitter was like having a really challenging time and i saw it and i it was a person that like had i had seen you know they had talked about the band in the past and i was like yo man i can't do anything for you like i i can't help you in any way i i live in north carolina in the middle of nowhere um but i have these songs if you want to hear them i'll send them to you if you want to check them out and 
you know, it's like a simple thing, right? Like I don't lose uh, anything or, or, you know, I'm not trying to sell them anything. It's just yeah. here, you know, like you like, that's the band. so cool. You like the band and we have these songs, fuck it, give them away. Like, mm. you know, if Spotify and, and Apple music and YouTube are going to give away all our songs for free anyways, well, fuck it. I'm yeah. going to do it my way and feel like I'm doing something good with it. Uh, and so that's like, that's a thing. And, you know, and also if I'm having a hard time, I'll go on Twitter and I'll, I'll say I'm having a hard time mm. because for the same reason of like, if somebody else sees that, like, yo, Dustin's struggling, like maybe, maybe they're also struggling. We go out and get some food uh, or we, you know, just sit on, on Twitter and fucking send dumbass memes back and forth or you know or what you know go play video games on playstation 4 whatever like anything that kind of helps you connect and feel connected to the world Mm -hmm. is is really good i had i had the exceptional fortune to work um i worked at a a therapeutic boarding school for four years oh wow uh right and i was the music teacher for like half of that time which was awesome uh but i started out as just direct care staff so i was just like uh it was all girls you know teenage girls the most terrifying uh species on the planet (laughs) yeah but they were amazing i learned more about myself in in that time of of being with them than uh, i think you know any therapist i ever have seen uh you know because they're honest man teenagers are fucking honest yeah mm-hmm. i mean they're gonna try and yeah. they're gonna try and uh get one over on you any chance they get but also like the day that they were talking about like people being emotionally vulnerable and i was like oh i'm emotionally vulnerable right and they all laughed in my face and i was like damn i guess not they let you know they <laughs> yeah. let you know dustin yeah uh, and they were just, they, they were incredible, you know, like some of the most amazing and impressive and resilient people I've ever met in my life uh, were, were the students at this school. And I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to, to spend four years just kind of being like the idiot older brother. Uh, that kind of stuff is, is awesome. So, you know, I think it, especially now we're like, you know, everyone is sort of evaluating their their careers and their jobs or you know whatever they're doing uh man if you if you hate what you're doing you feel like you get no personal satisfaction out of it bail <laughs> and, and yeah. find find something else i i've been working in in mental health since uh since 2008 since like right as we were starting with the punches wow. um and I don't, I like, I wouldn't have ever gone to therapy on my own. Like I wouldn't have, I just wouldn't have done it. I didn't have that. I didn't grow up with that. Uh, So I think through seeing other people get help or at least attempting and seeing, and seeing the people on the other side of that attempting to help really giving a shit and trying, uh, I, I sort of got comfortable with the idea of like, okay, I can go and just talk to somebody. And, uh, and it, you know, if it, if you can see a professional, awesome. They're 
the most qualified and also like they have the best they're they're gonna have the the ability to set boundaries and say like you know this is going to be a professional relationship you come in here you talk about what's going on with you and then you know we go our separate ways i'll see you next session um whereas like i think with friendships and and social relationships there's that tendency sometimes if if both parties don't have good boundaries to like overshare and like trauma dump yep Uh, Mm -hmm. just being aware of that stuff when you're uh when you feel it happening you know even if you can if you can say like listen i'm i know i know i'm doing this thing i know i'm like spiraling out um and i'm gonna stop because i don't need to like put that on you so just you know those are the things that that work for me uh you know i i would like to say that putting on music and and like just listening to to music does it and sometimes it does uh i've watched the bane documentary about 600 times at this point because, <laughs> because besides being like the greatest band of all time it's you know i i love the fact that now we're at a we're at a point socially where like i can i can watch a documentary about a band that i love and it isn't like the rock and roll lifestyle it isn't like them getting on stage and like people stage diving it's like them tearing up and talking about like where their songs come from um you know hearing aaron bedard talk about uh abuse in his childhood was the first time that like i had ever heard another man talk openly and and honestly and authentically about that something that i also went through and so like what a fucking beautiful gift as if as if bane as a band hadn't already given us so much um you hear that stuff and it's like oh man and then you know james saboni the bass player talking about his mother passing away um i lost my mom you know three and a half years ago and so there's just so much of that stuff. And I think if you can find anything to just feel connected to, um, it's helpful. I'm so grateful that I, I get to be a part of a community and a, a music scene where that's there, where that's acceptable, where that's, um, there's no, it's not a joke. I really, I like, I get a little bent out of shape about people who like talk about like pop punk and hardcore is like oh like the music sucks or like you know even you know there are bands that do it you know oh pop punk sucks hey man you're a pop punk band please go fuck yourself i <laughs> <laughs> like I, and i'm not trying to take shots at anybody but but also no. like got it i think that any music has the ability to be great and connect and mean something and uh and so to to write something off, especially something that you do, and and make it uh, make a joke out of it, kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Dustin, that was uh, that was yeah. awful stuff. Guys, that was great, I, man. I will go in. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, dude, that was incredible. That was all, no, no, no. Never Love apologize. It. That's what yeah. this is. Uh, this is all about. I, I can't thank you enough for sharing something like that and expressing to people how important it is to have all these different outlets. And, you know, whether it, you know, 
it's therapy or a documentary or something, dude. I think it's great. Like, dude, Bane saved your life. You know, that's that's fucking empowering, man. And people to hear that it it, it they got to know, you know, it's it's OK not to be OK. And that, you know, you, you can get through these things and, you know, you, you can still live and keep going. And um, that's just beautiful, dude. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on here and not only giving us a background of with the punches, a little bit of keep flying, but it, more importantly, and most importantly, I know I can say this for batch and myself mm. is that last segment you just gave us was just absolutely outstanding, man. And I know you're not yeah. doing it because, you know, we're a mental health podcast. You're doing that because this is just who you are and, and you, you genuinely care for humans, especially since 2008, you've been doing mental health shit. Like, bro, like if anyone's going to be able to, you know, help people, it's, it's people like us who are able to tell our stories and, and, and let other people know, like you've said, like you're not the only one and it's an, it's, it's just an incredible thing. So thank you for being vulnerable and, and saying those stories to us and expressing all those feelings. Thanks for, for having a podcast and like having a space for people to talk about that. Uh, because I think that everyone kind of talks about it surface level now, mm -hmm. which is, it's good that people talk about it all the time. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's easy to have a surface level conversation about depression and anxiety. It's easy to say like, oh, you know, I have depression, I have anxiety. And, and that kind of be it or that be like the, um it's almost like the, that's the end of the conversation yeah yeah there, it doesn't need to be though like no we can just we can just talk about it and have it not be the situation where it's just like oh we're just gonna i'm gonna dump all my trauma on the table yeah like no i'm i'm gonna talk about it from a the perspective of like this is a thing i go through and it's not the thing that defines who i am as a person or like exactly value mm -hmm. or 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 you know takes my value away as a human being that's big that's a big that's thing it. people listening that's very big yeah absolutely well thank you man for taking yeah, the time to you. come on this is amazing guys thanks i uh again i i can't thank you enough for having the space and for inviting me on of course I just hyped to see you at, at the uh brockton show Hell yeah, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good time. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely will. we'll definitely come up, say hi to you, man. Chat it up a little bit. Um, You know, bring, bring you some stickers, maybe a, a merch. If we got some extra ones, we'll bring you some down. Please do. Um, but thanks yeah, again, man. man. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to the future. And uh, we'll hopefully we'll talk soon again on this podcast. We'll go through some more shit and uh, maybe break down some other shit. Anytime, All right, All right buddy. Thank you. We're going to... Just so incredible. That was, great. Um, that was so great, dude.
I know we just said it, but damn, thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank you. Coming on the podcast, expressing stuff, and I'm looking forward to having him on again, man. I, I really Yeah, am. same, man. With the punches rules. With the punches rules. and uh, Keep flying I know rules. Keep flying does rule. Um, I'm going to plug his shit real quick because I forgot to ask him that. Got a little caught okay. up. But um, you can get all this stuff on Instagram with at with the punches. Um, you can go to their link tree, uh, which is link tree slash with the punches. You can pre-order their new EP and merch uh, with the punches on Bandcamp. You can stream them on the new EP Discontent. Watch the new video for almost everything. The show is coming up June 24th at the Loft in Pooks. Pook. Poog keeps Poughkeepsie. Thank you, Batch. New York. Uh, June 25th at the Brock the BFW in Brock, Massachusetts. June 26th at the House of Independence in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And finally, July 2nd at the Subterranean. Fuck that one up. Where are you at, oh, Batch? They're uh, they're Chicago. actually playing in Subterranean. Subterranean in Chicago, Illinois. July 2nd. They're playing with. Um... Oh my god, you're gonna have to edit Chief all States this. Chief States and so Scores? Yeah, and yes. well met in uh, Detroit, right? Uh, that is that is, what that is? Uh, that is in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a great fucking lineup. Only 15 yeah. bucks, too, so get Oof. your tickets. If you're in Chicago or near there, go. Yes, Seriously, that's gonna be unreal. We have one quick announcement. Uh, today, actually, not as we record this, but today as it is dropped, our friend of the show, Mr. Patrick Kearns, has released his first solo single, uh, I Need to Know. What a banger. Fucking kids on fire. Dude. Kids absolute, on fire. His producer and the guy that he's in the studio with, Corey Peza. Mm. 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 Unreal. So, congrats to Pat. Congrats, um, buddy. Yeah, this is huge, man. Can't wait to see where you go. Uh, we're gonna have to have him on the podcast soon. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, to Looking discuss. To that. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Um. So. Yeah, man. Uh, next week. That's done with that's the week, dude. No, next week we're out of here. That's what I mean. That's the week. That's it, man. Next that's week we're week. out. Next Fuck week, you guys, we're leaving. We're gonna be dropping all sorts of crazy shit of us on the road. Yes, it's yes. the empty space tour. <laughs> empty space tour. <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, if you're in Columbus, come say hi. We'll yeah. be at the Captain's show, Captain's Chief State. Yep. Hanging with the lads. Yep. Um, I'm excited, man. I am too, brother. I so, am too. So, go listen to with the punches. Bam, bam. Go, go listen to keep flying. Uh, definitely go listen to Patrick Kearns. I need to know. That's what uh, we're gonna play out with tonight. Hey, what do I uh, what do I need to know? That you're handsome. Oh. I think I say listen and find out, but <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that too. All right, ladies. sorry, I sound like um choked up hamster, Chet, but that's okay. Same thing. Yeah. Um, I hope everyone is happy and healthy, and yeah. Adios. Adios, everyone.
some kind of way I'm not sure how I can't explain The thought of you is driving me insane You're a sunny day But when you leave it always seems to rain I wish you would just stay You hold my hand, we always talk, I see you every day But when it comes to how you feel, you say nothing And I need to know If you're ever gonna love me like I love you now I've been thinking, trying to figure it out I've been thinking and I'm not sure how I should go I'll try to find my way to you somehow I've been thinking, try to figure it out Are you ever gonna love me like I love you now? Just another day We're going along, but nothing's changed I wish I could get out of my own way What to say To let you know I'm here for you And want to be until my dying day You hold my hand We always talk see you every day But when it comes to how you feel You say nothing And I need to know If you're ever gonna love me like I love you now Try to figure it out I've been thinking and I'm not sure how I should go about Try to find my way to you somehow I've been thinking, try to figure it out Are you ever gonna love me like I love you now? How do I get to you? Somehow 